when we talk. Oh my god, what the? Uh, there. Wow. Yeah, Don Fennin left me high and dry in the booth. Jeez, so I gotta clean my pants. I have to try to fucking all this figure. jit that got me so excited. <laughs> That's a great way to start the show, by the way. I was gonna try to <laughs> refrain from cursing so I could not have to put the uh, obscene. What's it called? Explicit tag. Explicit. Fuck you, explicit. I think the only episode we've had in years that didn't have that tag was the one that our friends from the Retro League did during uh, Summer of Stink. And, you know, I didn't even put, like, clean on there. I just, you could go neutral, which doesn't show anything. Right. Well, we were fired, too, so you had no (laughs) access to do any of that. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Kayfabe, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Stinky's in the booth, but then I was like, oh, God, then I got to try to do that work. Yeah, he's on the campaign trail, Stinky. He is. I got. If you're I not his... following him on Twitter, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you it's are. Hilarious. You're dumb because uh, I got, I'm wearing a shirt. You buy a shirt. Listen, join Redbubbles because they have a sale all the time. The only problem is it's always a one-day sale. And mm-hmm. I find out like at 11.59, it, it expires at midnight. What that implies is that I'm too late to take advantage of that 20%, 15%, 25% sale. They're like Kohl's, except you only got one day to do it. Right. And do you know Kohl's? It's, I do. They'll give you their uh, <laughs> their Looney Tune dollars. <laughs> you got the dollars and then you get mails about discounts and you end up leaving there. Of course, they inflate how much you saved. Right. Like, you saved $9 million. I bought a pack of gum. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. They I'm don't Wiggly. tell you what yeah. currency what those savings are in. No. I'm Wiggly, the Skype Pipe Cov on Cubic. Hey, that's me. Our show's brought to you free each week by our friends at Week Talk Games. Hey, we're the friends. We're your fr- we are your friends. <clears throat> I told a guy to suck my dick the other day. You know, he's a protester. In it, Probably and he, not your friend now. I was talking to him. He's such a, oh, God, the, the, the foam at the, the sides of his mouth. You know, he's one of these guys. Just a waste of weed. human space. And he's a protester. He's yelling at people, please don't kill babies, man. Please don't kill. I said, mad. He said, mad. Like, he, he's like, fuck you. And he didn't say that. But anyway, uh, he told me to, to whip my dick out. I was like, oh, that he would yeah. suck it? Yeah, I was like, nice. This is a euphemism. On a free beach. <laughs> this is euphemism. Oh, you won one from him. Well, I mean, <laughs> even if I closed my eyes, I'd still have that picture in my mind. Wiggly, it's all pink in the dark. No, <laughs> no, not this guy. If you've seen this guy, I told him, you know this center. It's like ten percent of the things that they do is abortion. The rest is all uh, how to prevent pregnancy, what to do if your kid is, uh, you know, you're getting upset that your kid is crying, uh, low income, high income, any type of woman, you know, female in trouble. They have all this religious material be- to make decisions, decisions well, for your husband. You're talking about? They're independent from them. They're they're okay. called Allentown Women's Center. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but <clears throat> the woman's right activist that started it, Rusty Stengel, she's been in the paper all over, up and down Washington, D.C., fighting for, you know, women's he- rights and all this other stuff. Yeah. Demon by Rock Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking hot in here. Can you hear my fan? If I what is that, a Canadian Finch or a <laughs> Piper Cub? I can't tell. Wow. Oh, you can? How about this way? Can you hear it now if I turn it on this way? I think you should talk through it. I am trying to. Oh, is that <laughs> what you're go- trying to do? Yeah, the, go- the, the trick wasn't working. Hold on. No. Now, now if I turn on the fan. <laughs> Can you hear the fan if I turn it on now? I thought you wanted to make this easy on yourself to edit. That is easy. Press the fucking button. 
Five minutes, good. We're almost done with the show. <laughs> Won't take long for Demon. Demon, uh, we're on. We talk games here. This is a weekly show brought to you by our friends at. We already did this. Wickek Flipkleys and Rit Team, and yep. of course Dr. Tung Tung's Magic Tung Tung Sauce. Now with even more. You know, uh, when they do these commercials, they say new and improved, tied, new and improved, and then you're like. What the fuck was I using? Tied piece of shit before? <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you about my uh, girlfriend's... She called her other nanny. Okay. I've never had, heard this before. Because she had two grandmas. So okay. one was nanny, and then the other one was other nanny. Other. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's true. And she was great. She was an old... Oh, was she a spirit? Oh, my God. But, she was a ghost? She was... She was like Wait, in, she was a ghost? She was like a demon. Okay. Yeah. She was a character. Now, my girlfriend lived with her grandmother, who had this giant red beehive on her head, I mean. Yes. And then her another nanny was there that was, you know, a, a raisin with feet. And uh, <laughs> and then one day she, she came into the grandma, her mm-hmm. daughter's the living room, and said, Oh, that Listerine tastes terrible. Nom, nom, nom. The grandma's like, what do, you, what do you mean Listerine? We don't have any Listerine. Lysol. She gargled oh, no. with Lysol. She didn't douche with it, which would have been the proper thing to do for a woman. Yeah, to, it's my understanding uh, that that's how it was billed originally. Indeed. Lysol, to make your husband want you. <laughs> yeah. You better know how to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> Eliminate female <laughs> odors. That's right. Lysol. That's right. I forgot about that one. Your coffee stinks. <laughs> I'm going I'm going to go fuck my secretary. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back in the time machine and look at ads and magazines. And then another and the other thing she used to do was like she'd come in in the middle of Matt Locker, her wife 50 or something. She go, "What's the story? What's the story?" You had oh, a, we're back on Granny now. This is what she does. Another nanny, yeah. "What's yeah. the story?" You had to, you'd have to fill her in on everything that happened. There's like 5 minutes left on the show. <laughs> "What's the story?" And then you miss the ending. Took her 15 minutes to sit down. What's the story? Rockola made a game called Demon. We're going to the depths of hell in space. Are they in space? Because <coughs> I think it's space because that looks like an X-Wing flying around. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. In 1982 by Rockola. You're Buzz Aldrin, the ghost yeah. hunter. <laughs> and Slimer's there with an ice cream sundae in his mouth. And it totally looks like this. Yes. Slimer asks if the moon landing was a hoax, but instead it's of punching the guy, right in his fucking face. Instead of punching the guy and Slimer in the mouth, he runs away like a vampire from the sun. Then he diffuses the dot bomb by bumping into the one thirtieth scale Tie Fighter. <laughs> um, so that's what happens in this game. Two player, two player simultaneous vector art. I forgot to yes. mention that at the top. Vector art by Rockola. Mylar overlay. Mylar overlay. So that's kind of odd because in 1981, Sega came out with Space Fury, which was the first color vector art game, and it had fucking voice. One day we have to really delve into Sega's vector run because most of them had voice. So, yeah, you'd hear, it'd be alien. So it would have, it would be like, so real. It's coming in handy having this push button in this room. Yeah. 
So that happened. In 1982, we already talked about uh, Black Widow by Atari, which also featured color vectors. So we were here in 1982 at uh, Rockola. And in 1983, even Cinematronics had color vectors with uh, Cosmic Chasm. Mm. Yasm Chasm. Chasm Yasm. Cosmic Chasm, not a bad game. It's sort of a ripoff of Omega Race, which is... Another game that I talk about we haven't reviewed. And, you know, I, I thought about it, and one of my making mechanics is going to be Wizard of War, which came out in 1980. And I thought about Wizard of War, probably the game I spent the most money on, as, as far as arcade games go, <laughs> next to Disc of Tron, Dis- uh, Environmental Disc of Tron, and, uh, and Wizard of War, my two favorite arcade games. Okay. I never did Wizard of War because I thought, well, everybody fucking knows this. It's too well-known to do on our program. And then I thought, wait a, wait a minute, I don't even think Wizard of War was released on anything. I mean, it is a Midway game, so maybe it was released on a, comp- a compilation, but right. do people really know Wizard of War? I'm not familiar with it. And that so, had voice. There's your answer. There you go. The Wizard of War. Yeah, fucking great game. So let's put that on uh, next a year's pack month. I'm let's writing do it down. Cool. And we never talk about Space Fury by Sega. Which, uh, not the best vector art Sega game, but like I mentioned, it has a story that actually is sort of, you know, represented by something. Okay. So it might be a lot of first. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you ever got a more than text. I know Omega Race had text. What was Omega Race's text? I, got, I took a picture of it. You know, I had to play Omega Race in the year 2003. <laughs> <laughs> The Omega something, because I couldn't take a good picture, <laughs> developed a method of termination warriors to protect their star over the city of Komar. Android fighter raced. <laughs> sure. I okay. Oh, wait, here it is. The Omega system. Oh, the whole Omega system they're trying to develop a method of training, not terror, training its... Um, warriors to protect their star colonies over the city of Komar. Android-controlled fighters race to engage and destroy these Omega warriors. Points were awarded, but then it goes on with that. Cosmic Chasm is like that, except it's kind of a combination of a lot of things, but sort of like that, except it has this upper space that I always consider to be a stadium, but there's, there's nobody sitting in it but a bunch of triangles. So yeah, uh, use your imagination. You do. <laughs> I don't even know if that's what it's, but it might be a net. I don't know. <laughs> so let's talk about Space Fury. I sort of explained what it is. Let's go to T.T. Schmootkins for some of her T.T. Snapchats. Hello, I am T.T. Schmootkins, and this is T.T. Snapstats. <laughs> the game, Demon, was manufactured by Rockola Manufacturing in the year 1982. It featured a horizontally set vector, black and white monitor in the standard upright cabinet. The game allowed for single player or two simultaneous players using a cooperative, although competitive game structure. The game had a fucking five button control layout, also known as five button Wii Wii action, button one and two were rotational, button three allowed you to move forward, Button 4 was was your fire button and beneath the V-shape layout was the panic bomb button. This is one of Rockola's best cooperative vector games, a game you need to play, and by you, 
I mean, you, the one person that owns the game. There is only one known cabinet in existence. As soon as Demon was completed, Rockola fired its entire video arcade game division and the cabinet never made it to wide production. <coughs> Titty's Natural Snap Hatch is brought to you by Dr. Tung Tung's Tung Tung Sauce and by donations from grants. Okay. She surprised me last week's. Stats were stacked. She surprised... Dialing it in. Yeah. Yeah. Now Talking we- about California and whatnot. <laughs> she shit on California. You know, she's on the campaign trail with Stinky. Right. So, uh, of course, we do the show live, but that was going to even be more live live. Right. Yeah. We mentioned what it was about, and we mentioned what TT Snap Snats were about. Two-player simultaneous, we mentioned that. Sort of in competition, but... It doesn't really say you're the winner. Did you're just you trying to go for scores. Players? Can you kill yeah. the second player? We'll talk about oh, the kills okay. because okay. that's that's part of the fun. <laughs> yes. It's not the most rewarding thing. Uh, but you're two players simultaneous and you just bump into each other. You can't kill each other, which is it's good. Wizard of War, you can kill each other. Okay. And uh, it's top down, like we mentioned. So you're a person and you have a laser beam and you look like a spaceman mm-hmm. and you're top down. So when you walk... You see your feet go right. below you, and it's very comical as you're walking around quite briskly. And around the stage, there's, as you mentioned, it's a color overlay, so we can't really say what color things are. I think you're yellow in the middle. Two obstructions. Uh, yeah. Maybe they're walls. They're, they're definitely walls, but there may, may be rocks because of the shape of them. I think they're them. mountains. I think I'm going to call ma- them mountains. mountains. Yeah. And if you're fortunate enough to play this in the wild uh, the overlay would have those as yellow and everything else would be blue some of them are only half yellow yeah i was wondering if this was uh something that was ported to the vectrex because or i'm sure the vectrex had something that was completely knocked off of this as they did with many games but this would be a game that very easily could be played on the vectrex except that the vectrex is is of course a vertical screen so i'm not sure it would have worked as well great job unfortunately it was black and white with film overlay however Their games were really tight. They had football. They had sports titles on there. They had 3D. They had a light gun. Uh, They They had had a a light pen. Light pen, I mean, not a light gun. So you could actually draw your own shit on there. You know, a bunch of dots with lines between them. So Vectrix, very impressive. Now, of course, you'd pay $100 zillion to try to get the fucking 3D goggles and the Mm -hmm. light pen. You might be able to get this inexpensively at a yard sale if someone's not a fucking Definitely not a retro game show. no. If you pay more than $300 for this year, you should not. This should be around 100 maybe 150 at the most. But unfortunately, now people think you could get a shitboatload of money for it. Right. And most of the time, you're going to have to do work on the controllers. But I had a four-button controller, which is mm. pretty amazing. If you only had one controller, it would fold up into the unit so you could take it to your buddy's house, you know, carry a tube. <laughs> it was portable in the sense that it had a handle on it. It had a handle. And then the two-player, you'd have to just bring a box along or, you know, wrap right. it the wrong way or something like that. But the buttons are normally going to be a little bit jacked up. You're going to have to go in there and maybe re-rubber them. The only problem with the Vectrix is it had a wonderful self-centering joystick, but it was on the right-hand side of the buttons. So it was sort of built for lefties. Yeah, which is odd. And again, that was a time that you could play a game any way you wanted. Most games had their own types of interface. It wasn't all a joystick and a button. We were still learning. But that was part of the gameplay. And how many times do I talk about gimmicks with the Wii? That was part of the gameplay was the controller. And we would bitch about controllers. 
when we got a new system. I hate my N64 controller. Oh, yeah. I remember that. 3DO. I got three buttons. There's a fucking banana hanging off this controller <laughs> from my N64. Yeah. And some, somebody somewhere. Yeah. The, uh, the reason I brought up the Vectrix, though, was because I was yeah. trying to see if this game was ported to that. But it, there seems to be very little information about Demon. No. Its Wikipedia page, which, surprising it even has one, is comprised of maybe three sentences. This was a game. <laughs> yeah, that came out in 1982. Right. It used vectors. Indeed. Let's talk about what you try to do in here. Uh, a couple interesting things. First of all, there there is this ghost, and there's a bunch of them. Yeah. They chase you around, and they got flashlights that they ate. And, uh, or maybe they're flashlights. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> they look like an ice cream sundae to me. Yes. But eventually they start... Do they shoot bullets? Yeah, they shoot bullets out of their Sundays. Yeah, not initially, but as you go around the stage, the stage never changes. Everything just ramps up. Mm -hmm. You're collecting what I believe the game calls power gems. Right, right. To keep your laser powered on your man. Right. I guess the whole mechanic of collecting these gems is that if you hold on to them too long... They'll explode in your hand. Which never happened to me because I would pick up five, six gems. And dump it off right away. And dump them off and, uh, and just be running around with them. Now, why didn't they explode? I don't know. You got to hang on to them for a little bit. I think as the game goes on, the, the duration that you can hold yeah. on to them shortens. But the game ramps up very quickly and it has a freak out moment, at least for me, <laughs> where it was very reminiscent of Sinistar. Where this fucking monster just appeared and shot an aura of radiation or waves or electricity or whatever it was that was very difficult to avoid and killed you instantly. So many interesting mechanics. And as you mentioned, the lasers. Wait a minute. Did it just have No, it has like a hum about it. That's right. It has a hum and then it's bleeps and bloops on top of it. A lot of of sound effects. Right. I would go on record and, and say that much like Kicks, and Wiggly loves when I do this. Much like Kicks, this game is extremely metal. It is metal. It's you could have fucking Journey it's on a, in the it, background. It, no, <laughs> no, no, no. When I say that though about a game, uh, it's something that is very industrial about mm. its aesthetic, its gameplay, its vibe. It comes off very in, industrial, cold. It's dark normally. And there's not a lot of games that I would classify under this very uh, specific metal descriptor. But Kix is one of those games, and Demon is definitely one of those games. And they play very differently from one another, but there's still this vibe about it where it's, it's just a very, um, I don't know, aggressive environment that you're in. Definitely. And let me just say this to our listeners. We are not on crack when you see a picture of this and you say it's a bunch of fucking lines, <laughs> it don't look like anything. There really is that feel about it, although it, it is very simplistic in what it looks like. Sure. But there is a frenzy about it. And the neat thing about the lasers, you say you have to replenish it. You actually have a line on top that shows your laser going down in power. And I thought that was a pretty interesting game mechanic for Rockola game in 1982, especially a vector game. Right. A lot of play mechanics happen in raster titles that were interesting and multiple play mechanics. But not I think a lot. we have different making mechanics if you want to run through them as far as what games you feel influence this game or maybe bit off this game later on. Okay, yeah, I, I said I mentioned Wizard of War, 1980, yep. 1981 Omega Race. Uh, although that has 
absolutely nothing to do with what this game actually does. I just wanted to bring it up because uh, I don't know why. Because I love Omega. Oh, I know. Because we never talk about Omega Race and I want to talk right. about it. I think everybody played Omega Race, you know. There's yeah. like no vector emulation games except if you get like an Atari collection or something like that that has Red Baron and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Or if you have Tempest or things yeah. like that. No overlay on Omega Race. You used yellow vectors, though. And it had a incredible backdrop. Very colorful representation of space with these gaseous nebulae. Mm. And uh, it's an interesting game. And, uh, well, we can talk about it, I hope. Then I jumped to 1981, Space Fury by Sega. Once again, nothing to do with it. However, it did have color vectors. And then I mentioned Rockola in 1982, not having color vectors. And then Black yeah. Widow in 1982, having color vectors and then color vectors from then on. I don't know if, uh, if Rockola ever made it that far to have color vectors or if they just started making pool tables or whatever. Yeah, they were a lower tier arcade developer. I, I don't know how much money they had... Th- to throw around. They certainly weren't an Atari or a Valley Midway. Although they were big players in the beginning, and I, I did the whole story about Mr. Rockola. Oh, that's right. I remember that episode. Yeah. For me, I thought back to a lot of Raster games. Yeah, let's um, have it. The first game right off the bat, and this game is so apropos for the eve of Schmuptember, which is starting next week, because uh, this is very much a run and gun. The game reminded me of Outlaw by Atari in 1976. Ah. Because of that sort of static stage and having Mm. two dudes shooting at each other in this game. But that's the earliest vibe. But for me, mostly the game's mechanic was a mashup between Berserk, uh, which came out in 1980 by Stern Electronics, Uh and Sinistar, which came out in 1983, a year after this game, by Williams. Because of the freakout moment of having something appear (laughs) on the screen... I jumped into the game blind. You told me to watch the attract mode. I didn't. I, oh. I like I like going in blind so I can okay. sort of learn about the game. So I did have the gem explode in my hand. I was okay. like, what the fuck just happened? And I would just sort of muddle my th- way through the levels. Oh, not even levels, but through the progressions of the difficulty. And then I realized, oh, these things are exploding in my hand like bombs. I need to dump them off before they do that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That, it just gives me, I, I think, a better experience so I can review it. I did watch the attract mode later and learn that it's called a power gem. You got to dump them off before they explode. But I did <laughs> have that t- Tiny, in a tiny jet fighter. Yes. <laughs> like, I just kept trying to shoot this jet fighter. I'm like, what the fuck? And then somehow I stumbled upon that you run into it. I thought you had to kill all the enemies on the screen. And right. then, you know, I thought, oh, I'm not going to run into a landmine. I'm not going to fall for that <laughs> trick. But then when I picked it up and then figured out to defuse it by running into the... <laughs> tiny spaceship that goes from the X-wing, right the to little left. X-wing yeah. flying by. Uh, we, yeah, I had we, this, uh, similar experiments as I was playing, and I right. think that made the experience more enjoyable for me because I learned as I went through the experimentation. I actually became very fond of the game mechanics. They're very simple. Hmm. Um, but that freakout moment of that giant demon coming on screen, giant, I say giant, in comparison to all the other things that are on the screen, yeah. and it was a, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what is that? And it was audible, you know, and I was like, that's really cool that that happened. The thing that is unfortunate is that it's not, what would you say, randomly generated. So like Berserk, when you walk into different rooms, unless you break the game and do a certain pattern, (laughs) the rooms are are randomly generated. I would have liked to see that happen in this game. 
1982, so I'm a little forgiving of it, but it could have been a little bit better. But I really dug the mechanics of it because I like Sinistar, because I like Berserk. Yeah, we failed to mention it is an enclosed space, so you don't go off the sides and come out the other end. Ow. One thing about it is a, is a rapid fire laser. You don't have to keep hammering on it like I was. If you press it down, you'll just fire like a maniac. Yeah, the, the laser firing and noise is very satisfying. The X-Wing fighter it moves very slowly across the screen. When it's over top of the mountain rock, you cannot try to drop your bomb off in it. You have to wait till it comes out the And uh, sometimes when thing. it comes back in on the other side of the screen, it will come in at a different spot. Yep. So it doesn't stay on the same plane. Indeed. And it moves so slowly that it's sometimes hard to find where it is. I don't know. I had a hard time looking around for it because, you know, you're trying to pay attention and not get You're avoiding the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's uh, and everything's so very basic, even though there's we only think they're ghosts. They have like wispy little tails. Yeah, I think it's Slimer. Yeah. And that's about it. What, yeah, it's it's very impressive. Not a lot of things to talk about because it's simplistic in its gameplay. Right. But a lot of fun to play. And you're only going for points. I think it's a hidden gem. Yeah, I don't think many people have played this game. I think if you're a fan of running and gunning games, like a game that it didn't bite off of this game because the developers probably didn't even know Demon existed. But if you played a game called Forget Me Not on your iPad, Mm. it had this, you know, roguelike Pac-Man vibe about it, but you were constantly shooting. This game gave me that vibe, too, in its gameplay and the simplicity of both of those games. Now, obviously, that forget me not, it's more complex, but I think this is a good watermark for the genre, and I think it's interesting to go back and play those type of games to see how a genre evolved into what it is today. But also, it's an enjoyable experience. Like I said, it's very satisfying shooting and hitting enemies. The minimalistic sound, this ramp up humming, it's this... It leads to the panic of the game. And the game does increase in difficulty at somewhat of a unfair rate. But again, it's 1982. I want your fucking quarters. So par for the course of a game of this vintage. I will say, like, I wish the level changed. Uh, as the game went on, I wish the difficulty was a little um, less of such a steep incline. But other than that, there's very little that I believe needed to be changed to make this game better. It's very playable on its own, but it's not super deep. I'm going to pull a Keef on this one. Smash TV. <laughs> yes. If you're a fan of Smash TV, then I think you... You're going to be uh, disappointed. You're going to be play. disappointed, but it'll be interesting to see a, a fossil you yeah, know, th- exactly. that led to the evolution that became a Smash TV. Type of game, yeah. And I, I love... I think there was a zombie game by Konami that did the same type of swarm thing around you that was a lot of fun to play. And by the way, Total Carnage, not better than Smash TV. Whoa! If you think that Total Carnage is better than Smash TV, you need to play them both again, side by side. Yeah, Total Carnage has a lot more stuff. It's, it's more polished as far as graphic goes, but not as much as fun goes. But you get to go to the Pleasure Dome. <laughs> Listen, you get a lot of tail in Smash TV. <laughs> that and, Bob and, Eubanks character in it definitely is. He's got chips right, on either arm. Right. This might be because I was a lot older when Total Carnage came out, but the general sentiment, 
around my contemporaries mm-hmm. was that Total Carnage didn't live up to the spirit of sure. of Smash TV. So well, it go, I mean, today when you ask people what their favorite arcade games were, rarely would you hear Total Carnage over Smash TV. That's true. Like people fondly remember Smash TV. I don't think as many people even looked at Total Carnage. Yeah. I mean, I play them both. It's right. it's not a it's not a matter of that, but just to uh, help out the young bucks when they hear this episode. Ah, uh, they don't even listen to this episode. Who's that? Keith. Oh, Keith. Yeah, he does. He's a big fan. Hey, by the way, yeah, we're gonna get into our haikus. But before we do that, I dropped something in the old We Talk Games Dropbox, and I'm not Ooh. sure if you saw it. Here we go. Listen to this cave story. So good. One man made this awesome game. He must make some more. That was Keefe's haiku review from, it only says three years and four months ago, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely longer than that. Yeah. Oh, ooh, do my Dig Dug one. Now let me try to find it. Okay. Drewzilla did so many on here. Halo 4, a haiku. So I think this might have been the first one two, two years ago. <laughs> two years ago from six years ago? I don't know. Please come back, Bungie. Three, four, three space, COD, Black Ops 2, next week. So there you go. Black Ops 2 is next week. Then he did one for Forza, Forza Horizon. Very contemporary for the time. (laughs) Forza Horizon, every other racing game, done better by this. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Hello. Transformers are real. They are pretty violent. More than meets the eye. Love Eric Alex. Oh, what's wrong with him? Get back on the show. You don't like arcade games. No. Okay, listen to this and tell me who did this. Ready? Okay, okay. Oh, lovely Leighton, you are my absolute fave. Let's do it again. Uh, are they you, currently on the show or I'll no? give you a hint. Okay. She fucked you. Oh, that was by Kim? Yeah, it's by your <laughs> wife. How you like that? She did a haiku. Very good. You tell me who did this one. Ready? Yeah, yeah. So it is pinball stuff. It sucks balls and licks my balls. Love the Destroyer. George Lucas. It was George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas. John Sellers on here. Ah. Yeah. John Sellers, do a barrel roll. You should try <laughs> a somersault. Get behind me, Fox. It's got to be for Mario fire, and fire. Sonic go to the Olympics. <laughs> 2006. Ah. <It> <laughs> uh, I like arcade games. I love some NBA jam. Boom shakalaka. That was by John Seller as well. Listen to what Noel gave us. Oh. Big pimpin'. Big part of the shows uh, sure. that I've done since the beginning. Big supporter. Wii's Sonic Unleashed makes a wonderful coaster. <laughs> My table thanks you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good ones. Let's see if I could find you. What the, what the hell do you think your avatar was? Oh, there you are. A bow and lipstick... More than that to call you Miss. Transgender Pac-Man. <laughs> oh, here it is. I dig, then I dig. Popped corpses left in my wake. Thanks, Bicycle Pump. Did that work? Thanks, Bicycle Pump. Yeah, that worked. It worked. So you're wow. thanking a Bicycle Pump for allowing you to kill poor little... Pukas. Pukas, yeah. Puka, puka. Frygars. Puka, puka. Poopa, poopa. Here's mine. I see me. Orbital HD. I made 29 skill shots. My final score, one. 
<laughs> I love the game Orbital. You could you could fucking destroy a zillion things and still have a final score of one. <laughs> Here's by Ricardo Milo. Colossus Shadow will haunt you when you slay them. Their eyes make me sad. Good stuff, man. Yeah. People got to get on Twitter and uh, tweet us your haikus or go fuck? onto the Facebook page and do it because clearly you guys are better at this than us. Yeah. I was playing Shadow of the Colossus the other day, you know, the PlayStation 3 remake. Okay. <laughs> Not remake, but uh, enhanced yeah. <laughs> quotes on that. And I did kill the first few. And I got to tell you, it's very satisfying to kill them. But when they're dead, you're kind of sad. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> are sad. Kind of like, oh boy, it's like killing my dog, except that he's 100 feet high. Right. Yeah. Hey, let's do our haikus. What game were we playing? Demon <laughs> 1982 by Ricola. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought we wouldn't go long, and now I did all these haikus, I, and now we're 100 million years. I don't think all the time was spent on Demon, but that's no. okay. Fortunately, I didn't have to put all the river and Kyoto sounds underneath of those haikus, <laughs> but I will under ours. Okay. You want to go first for Demon? Sure. Okay. Running and gunning, collecting the power gems. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I love Maybe he's not in the house right now, as you can tell. <laughs> I love that we're going to do callbacks to how we describe this game in our haikus. <laughs> Here's mine. Bunch of line demon. <laughs> is that what I really want to say? <laughs> Am I writing for Dr. Tung Tung's Tung Tung Sauce? Yeah. Slimer ate an ice cream parfait. Microjet bomb dump. Oh, jet. Yeah. Microjet bomb dump. I thought dump is a funny word. It's a, yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I mean, we don't do anything else on this because it's too much work. Figure it out. I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. <laughs>